The Armed Forces Radio Service takes pride in presenting a special Memorial Day program starring Mr. Lou Ayers. How sleep the brave who sink to rest by all their country's wishes blessed. For a special occasion, this special program, the Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education, presents How Sleep the Brave. The brave who sleep will now identify themselves. Private James. Infantry. Corporal John. United States Marine Corps. Second Lieutenant George. Air Force. Seaman Second Class Ralph. United States Navy. Me? I'm one of the cloak and dagger boys. You know, security and so forth. So just put me down as... OSS. Private Paul. Medical Department. Sergeant Jack. Infantry. Do you think it's strange that these men gave no last names? They have them, to be sure. Their name is Legion, since they speak not only for themselves, but for counted others. In this story are other names, too. Far away places. Places which will forever remain a part of America because these men were there. A date on the calendar called Memorial Day has been set aside to honor those fallen in war. But the simple truth is that they are with us always in our minds, in our hearts, in our quiet moments alone, when memory turns back. And yet on this particular day, it is altogether fitting and proper that we talk about them. So the moment is now at hand to tell how sleep the brave. Private James. Infantry. The bomb that had my name with others on, it was the very first to break our world apart that Sunday as I sat alone to write to Helen back in Little Falls. Hi there, Jimmy. What are you doing? Hello, Larry. Oh, nothing much, I guess. A bunch of us are going down to Waikiki. What about coming along? No, I guess not, but thanks. I gotta write a letter. Helen, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know how a girl is? A million and one questions. Yes. Give her my love. Will do. Well, take it easy. See you later. December 7th, 1941. Well, that's funny. What's going on? The Japs allowed me time to write the date and dearest Helen... Ever since, I've hoped whoever picked me up destroyed unread her letter I had taken out to put me in the proper mood to answer all the silly questions girls can ask a man. At Schofield Barracks Cemetery, island of Oahu, is where my name now marks a cross of white. Not all December 7 guys are here. Alava, Mokapu, Nuwana are the other places on Oahu. On Kauai, there is Makaveli, 
at Hilo Homolani and on Maui, Makavao. From time to time they brought more guys, a fact that told us Uncle Sam was finishing the scrap we didn't know had started and the bomb with our names on it fell on Pearl. Corporal John, United States Marine Corps. When I was back at Haley Junior High, the dots of Wake and Guam connected lines that traced the China Clippers' path across from Frisco west to Oriental ports. Hey, Johnny, what are we turning down this street for? I thought you were going to the movies with me. Well, I am, but... I want to stop at Worldwide Tours for a minute, huh? Oh, doggone it. The prices will change by the time we get to the movie if we stop there. Oh, come on, Walter. We'll make it, all right? It'll only take a minute. Oh, all right, then. Now, what are you going to Worldwide Tours for? That's a travel agency. You're not going anywhere. Well, they've got a new map in the window. They're giving it away. A map? Well, I might have known it. What do you see in an old map, anyway? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just like looking at the names of places all over the world. Someday I'm going to see them, too. You just wait. Mm, boy, what a pipe dream. All right, come on. Now, let's hurry. You and your old maps. I love the sound of any far-off name. This could be reason now this time to think I signed with Uncle Sam's Marines in 1939. Except that life was fun. I've no regrets. When Wake was taken, it was taken high, over our dead bodies, you might say. Although the next four years were bitter, lying here, not knowing whether people knew or cared. They came at last with stuff the like we never thought to see. Oh, baby, how we could have used all that in 41. A few more got it, winning back our loss, and lie here with us now on Peacock Point. It's our son... I got an Agana over there on Guam. Just kids who hated school in 41 and skipped geometry for news on what was cooking far away on those two dots, connecting lines the China Clippers flew from Frisco West to Oriental Ports. Private First Class Robert. Infantry. We didn't want to credit rumors of assaults across the California shore, or tales that we were making final stand along the Mississippi's eastern bank. But even things we knew were true by day were not quite true at night here on Bataan. Delaying action is a phrase they use to hide what all the men who fought it know, that we were licked and wouldn't say it till our bodies wouldn't take us where we'd go. And over on Corregidor, our fall was harbinger of a dark and bloody spring that many would not see, or having seen, would wish through endless nights that they had not. A handful, hardier than most, survived to breathe in sweetness of another spring when prison doors swung wide and parachutes were bursting into bloom above the rock. The rest of us had dreams of such a day, but could not live on dreams alone, and so we died with them. A triumph must be bought with something, which is why we have new comrades on Luzon. 
From Santa Barbara, where many lie, you traveled south to reach Manila, where two cemeteries have been set apart for many more. Still south for 40 miles will bring you to Batangas, worth a day before embarking on a winding course 200 south by eastern miles to where some others sleep on Leyte at Palo, below Tacloban on San Pedro Bay. Private Herald, United States Marine Corps. I don't suppose the higher echelons were wise to all the things we said about the brains it took to figure out that here was just the place to show the Japs how far they were from San Francisco Bay. A stranger might have misinterpreted as mutinous or worse our comments on the flora and the fauna that were all we had a surplus of. We even chopped the name in half and christened it Canal. In spite of these and other nuisances, like nights so black that jungle day seemed bright, the fight had some resemblance to the kind the books had warned us of. All right, you boots. Let's be at ease here. No more obstacle courses and road hikes for a while. What we're getting into now is the real payoff stuff. Sergeant Ashbrook here is just back from the forward areas, and he's going to tell you what you'll run into when you get over there by yourself. If you're smart, you'll listen to every word he says. You won't find this stuff in no books or field manuals, because it ain't been written yet. Out there, the guys are learning the hard way. They try something. If it don't work, they try something else. If it does, they keep on using it because it's right. What you're going to learn now, a lot of guys ain't around anymore to tell about. So listen. All right, Sergeant, you take over from here. Okay. Okay, men, it's like the sergeant here says. So one of the first things you've got to learn is that when you're in a spot... The rest became new chapters and new books to tell new guys how we'd done it on Canal before we died. So each could go on doing what we'd found was right until he made some new mistake that wasn't in the books and found his private piece of earth as we found ours. And be content that fading sounds of strife were from the right direction, telling him the Japs were farther than before from San Francisco Bay. The cemetery on Corinian is called the Coral Sands. Nearby, Japtan is where the other dead of any Waytok Atoll lie. At Kwajalein, it's Yvonne Island, and another known as any Lobbygan. Majuro Atoll has an island called Pagarian. The Marianas north of Guam have Tinian and Saipan. On Angua in the Palau group, the cemetery's name is Pleasant Grove. And there's another on Peleliu. New Zealand treasures Waikumati Cemetery and another at Kaori, Wellington. The Fiji Islands have a Suva Island. In the Gilberts, Lone Palm Cemetery is on Betio Island. Tarawa, not far from Gate of Heaven Cemetery, Tari Tari, and the one called Sleepy Lagoon on Lauratai. Second Lieutenant George, Air Force. We fly guys never could be sure to find a resting place beneath a cross or star. And I was one who wrestled dead controls, fought off red tin of dizziness to keep my name from joining guys who'd gone before and had it, and were listed missing over Germany. 
I won, winning as the sight through one good eye of friendly cliffs, and then the homing strip that twisted crazily beneath the nose. I speak for us who had it, but got back. For all the others who did not get back. And those who almost had it, but not quite. The lucky ones can never hope to call at all the scattered places where we lie. And any list is bound to miss the spots of earth or water where the missing fell. But here are several names that once were in official letters, read in quiet living rooms. Southwest of London, 30 miles, is Brookwood Hill, and Cambridge Town is 50 miles the other way. Across a narrow sea is Lisnabrini at Belfast, while smaller grounded squadrons wait for flying weather out of Corsica, Gibraltar, Athens, Budapest, Belgrade, or Vis, off Yugoslavia's western coast. Or Sweden's Malmue, Munsing in southwest of Bern in Switzerland, or Lisbon, Portugal, Sofia, Oslo, and a spot northwest of Bucharest. Seaman Second Class Ralph, United States Navy. Unless you love the sea, you'll never know why I had pondered long the wish to share in death its endless motion as I had in life and thought how dull must be a grave on land that never knows a change of scene except the slow parade of seasons in a year. And so I never worried much when we were dishing out the heavy stuff that meant reply could be expected with the same. Our wagon's luck was good until one dawn a gunner miles away was luckier. The old ship staggered like a boxer tagged but quickly gained her feet, though I did not, to strike back angrily with snarling flame. That afternoon, when deck and sea were calm, we lay beneath the drapery that told why we had died, as chaplains quietly intoned the office of each man's belief, commending souls to his redeeming hands, committing flesh to rest within his sea. Sergeant Jack, Quartermaster Corps. The stateside papers regularly had us cursing at the news they didn't print about those places where the war was not a thing that fitted into headlines or a bulletin compressing facts about a beachhead storm, directing readers to the full-page pictures sent by radio. There was very little you could say when letters told you they were glad you weren't in danger and congratulated you upon your luck before they quoted from the latest thrilling one from so-and-so, a boy who's really in the war. You learned to write around the dreary chores or hide a lack of them beneath a day-by-day recital of the weather where you were. Hey, Earl! Come here a minute. Hi, Jack. What do you want? Hey, what's this I hear about Benny getting hurt? Well, Benny's dead. Dead? What happened? Well, he was driving into town. His truck ran off the road on that sharp curve. Broke his neck. Gee, I hate to hear that. I like Benny. Yeah, everybody did. He's always trying to get transferred so he can get in on the fighting. Figured he wasn't doing anything here. Now look. Well, I guess when you get it, it doesn't matter how. You're dead. Yeah, you can say that again. Well, I'll see you later, Jack. 
when you died in one of many ways a soldier can no matter where he is. You wondered if they'd say your luck had been too good to last. Private Paul, medical department. Some law or other specified our role, forbidding us by any act to aid the cause we served, except as binding up the wounds of battle can be counted such. Say, Elias, you're good at this first aid. Suppose a guy gets shot in the leg. Where's the pressure point so he can put on a tourniquet? I'll show you, Paul. Right here. No, just a little higher. Yeah, right there, that's it. Oh, yes, that's right. I remember, though. All this stuff about first aid and splints is okay, but when are we going to learn how to handle a gun? Medics don't handle guns. What? Well, the Geneva Convention doesn't allow medical corpsmen to carry arms. And that's why I asked to be assigned to the medics. I don't get it. Well, you see, Paul, according to my religious faith, war is contrary to the spirit of the gospel. And that's why I could never bear arms against anyone. For some, this was an easy cross to bear, whose conscience higher than the law would not permit their hands to rise in wrath for any man or cause. For guys like me, assigned by chance to be a combat medico, this ban was often an irritation when the blood was high and we could only do what we were trained to do and hope it was enough and die. Staff Sergeant Francis, Infantry. The Rhine, that April day, lay to our rear, much closer on the map than in our minds, that looked already back upon the day we crossed it, as one does to some event emerging brightly from the mist of youth. But most of us admitted sweating out an unfamiliar dread of luck that might not stretch quite far enough to take us through. Turned out, mine was meant to snap so near the end that on the night of victory my squad could drink a toast to me by name. So now there's time enough to think about the path we blasted all across the map when we were buying battle streamers in a market where the price was always high. For one who knew his history of Rome, this bitter fighting should have been no great surprise. And you consider we were on the self-same ground from time to time, in Africa, then up the boot past Rome, across contested seas to France, where we could join the last assault on Germany. This vague itinerary is not meant to help you guess what shoulder patch I wore, but if it pleases you to think it was a certain one, don't look to me for proof. Iran and Casablanca lead the role when talk gets round to northern Africa. Coronia in Sicily between Messina and Palermo shelters men who fell for both, while some are left as if Palermo still were threatened from the sea. The price of Naples can be counted by a walk in Naples where new graves are laid. Casino was a treasure paid for by the men who lie a few miles south of it. At Fratelli and Mazzanello Nuovo, Salerno's ransom is at Avellino to the north and Mount Soprano to the south. Include Carano, Bari, Mirandola, and Polonica, Nettuno south of Rome, Tarquinia to the north, and south from Florence lie the men of Castel Fiorentino, Pietramala, 
Nevada, 16 miles below Lagoon. St. Michael's Cemetery is three miles from Cagliari of Sardinia. Security and so forth. So just put him down as... OSS. Now we're getting pretty close to where you jump. All set? Yes, all set. <laughs> you know something? You ought to be wearing one of those long black capes. <laughs> like something right out of the opera, is that it? <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are. It's long, fella. Happy landing. The only thing about this mission I disliked was knowledge that my failure to return would be a veil to hide my fate forever from the people who should know. But even this could not put down my high excitement as I dropped into the pit of night and listened after the parachute was opened to the fading motors of the plane, remembering the pilot's grin and good luck sign, already like a vision from the past. Whatever ground it was that rose to meet my groping feet, you may be sure it gave me all the cloak-and-dagger stuff that I'd been itching for. My grave is marked by archives set apart in secret files, in secret hearts. Staff Sergeant Edward, Infantry. In June, eight years before D-Day, the coast of Normandy was perfect for a lad who yesterday had cycled with his friend through quiet villages to reach the shore. We spent the afternoon in walks along the beach and up the gentle rises where the grass was soft to lie in while we talked of next year's school and what the chances were for sweet revenge on Dartmouth in the fall. And nothing in the breezes told of time when planners poring over secret maps would designate this beach as Omaha and mark as Utah one just down the way. I thought that dawn in June when I was older, as I fell, of all this company my luck is best to have beloved earth where I can rest. Quiet Legion half surrounds Saint Lo. Le Chinguerin is to the south. Marigny, nine miles west. The north approach is guarded by Le Cam, with Saint Laurent a few miles north and east. And Cherbourg has its patient sentries north and south at Blauville and Saint Marie-Glise. Southeast of Reims is Champignure. Gorgon is twelve miles past Saint James, northeast of Rennes. Solaire and Villeneuve-sur-Auvert are south of Paris, roughly 20 miles, and saint Corneille is northeast, nine miles from Le Mans. (laughs) The cost of rolling up the eastern side of France is told in graves along the way. At Draguignan, due west from sunny Cannes, Louis above Marseille, at Saint-Jean, northeast of Besançon, Varois above Dijon, the land around Nancy that takes in Epinal, Andilly, Linné, and Grandfailly above Verdun. And Hochfelden, a tiny place not shown on maps, not far above Strasbourg, and at saint Arbol that lies due east of Metz. <laughs> Thank you.
Corporal Edwin. Infantry. That Christmas Eve was white as any we had dreamed out loud about for days in song. Our stockings all were hung with care to dry and warding off the curse of trench foot that had thinned our ranks as much as hostile fire. For we were none too many as it was, considering the job that lay ahead. To stick it out here at Bastogne until relief we prayed was on the way had come. I did not wish for death, of course. But when it came, I knew it hardly could have chosen better night than anniversary of time these self-same stars look down to witness at thy birth. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. For all its valor, Belgium never was the host to better guests than lie at Foy, four miles of the Bastogne, or those around Liège, at Fosse, Henri-Chapelle, and Neuville-en-Condreau. The Hollanders are quiet as they tend the graves at Molenoek, in zone northeast of Eindhoven, or west of Aachen, where Margraten is. The town of Ham is two miles east of Luxembourg. Private First Class Clarence, Infantry. My service record filed in Washington with all the others marked deceased will show my birth and home to be New Mexico. This fact gives point to something otherwise of no significance except to me. The very day I fell and did not rise to see the long-awaited sunset of Japan, some men were huddled in my native soil to watch a man-made sun light up my sky with blinding dawn that made New Mexico the birthplace of a newer world. The men who keep eternal watch on Iwo Jima lie where each of three divisions chose a billet for its own. And small as Ieshima and Zamanishima are, there's room to hold the men who died to win them from a stubborn, hidden foe. And five division cemeteries are deployed with strategy to hold the Okinawa Hills. How sleep the brave who sink to rest by all their country's wishes blessed. This special Memorial Day program, How Sleep the Brave, starred Lou Ayres as narrator and was adapted for radio by David B. Eskind from a blank verse poem written by Joseph A. Bordeaux. Supporting players in the order of their appearance were Bob Bruce, Tony Barrett, Bud Widom, Gene Reynolds, Blake Lanham, Clayton Post, Terry Bartell, Bruce Buell, Ben Wright, Jack Brown, Don Messick, and John T. Smith. Original musical score was composed by Michelle Michelet with the orchestra under the direction of Michelle Perrier. How Sleep the Brave was produced and directed by James W. Talbot. Our Father, we talk in Be 
This is the United States Armed Force Radio Service, the voice of information and education. On to more recommended stories. Most live music venues in the Washington region have been shut down for more than three and a half months. Some venue owners are finding creative ways to adapt their businesses to the new reality, while others are struggling to survive. 